Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board, everybody. I'm Mark Lawrence. This is On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. And I'm strikingly handsome today. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you know. You're not wearing your suspenders. Any day you don't wear your suspenders, you look better than the days you do wear them. I might be wearing them under the sweater. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind. Your powers of observation. <laughs> you see my pants falling down? <laughs> if I did, I'd leave the room. <laughs> right. So, okay. Maybe they're under the sweater. You just don't know. You never know. All right. Welcome aboard. <laughs> we just left the audience with 20 images. They just as soon forget. That they will live with them all day long. <laughs> all right. Welcome aboard, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword O. TM, uh, and uh, we would just love to hear from you in that fashion. We've got two emails right off the bat, one from EB. She's got some words about Jewish space lasers. I see that in there. So we hear that. And Does somebody, she believe in them? Another individual texted us or emailed us and said he's not the, the main Eric. He's another Eric. Another Eric right? <laughs> he signed his name, another <laughs> Eric. Okay, so this is a different person. But he, uh, I did catch at the top, he says, I love on the mark. So we'll just, just leave We're it. We're definitely going to read that. Well, one. just leave it at that. Just read the first sentence a couple, two, three times. We'll leave it at that. Well, welcome on board, everybody. Uh, on the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, a lot has happened since we last spoke. We have a new lieutenant governor. Lots of folks making a conversation about the fact that he's the first black lieutenant governor in uh, Pennsylvania. Although lots of folks <laughs> said yesterday they were looking to, forward to the fact that he's a normal politician. You know, normal office holder, executive kind of person. Right, and he, do, he, he really appears to have some common sense, as opposed to the last occupant of that office, who is now in the United States Senate. He took down. God the, save the Queen. <laughs> he took the marijuana leaf banner down from the balcony outside yes, his office. Yes, he did. So I can hardly wait to see. You know, have you ever, have you ever been in the Lieutenant Governor's office? No. I I was there quite a few times when I chaired the Pennsylvania Emergency Communications Committee because the Lieutenant Governor was in charge of emergency response under Governor uh, Rendell. And you uh, move your mic, closer Governor Rendell or Governor Wolf, I forget which. But in any event, it has uh, in the office are all our portraits of all the past lieutenant governors. Oh, okay. I can hardly wait to see. I'd like to go back when they put John Fetterman's up and see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sitting there with a peace sign, right, and wearing a hoodie, and <laughs> probably be an abstract, uh, you know, Warhol type. Uh, it graphic, might well be graphic picture. Although Andy Warhol's a Pennsylvanian, correct? I believe, I believe so. Yes. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. So. Yeah, we have a new governor and a new lieutenant governor, uh, and uh, 
so we can chit-chat about that. Well, we have lots to talk about. And who brings you this wonderful program? Sunbury Motor Company. I did mention that. All right, you did. Let, let's okay. clear the board first. Uh, all, EB always gets okay. the bump to the front of the room. EB says Kevin McCarthy handed out committee assignments, and he put Marjorie Taylor Greene on the Homeland Security Committee. That's right. The woman who once claimed 9-11 was a hoax is now on the Homeland Security Committee. Aside from denying the reality of 9-11, she's also the same woman who thinks there are, quote, Jewish space lasers. The GOP just continues to relentlessly cause the American people to lose confidence in them. What a joke. Well, E.B., let's face it, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'll agree with you, is not the brightest bulb in the pack. But she did admit that 9-11 was actually a reality. I mean, right, she did she'd... come back and say that. And as far as Jewish space lasers, there, there is no such thing. She was talking <laughs> about, uh, supposedly, some people believe that lasers started fires in California that happened to be along the path of high-speed, where high-speed rail was proposed. Mm -hmm. And they and the theory was that these lasers were being sent down from, uh, from above in order to clear this land without having to go through the processes normally done in, in these things, you know, going through well, all the land use. Isn't she the woman that yells through the mail slot at AOC across the she hall? She might be. I mean, I don't think she should be on Homeland Security. I'll agree with EB on that. But, you know, let, you know, EB takes something they did in the past and makes it sound just so horrible, like they're completely irredeemable. Does she deserve another chance? Sure she does. So did, uh, what was his name? Um, oh, the guy was married to Uma, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> Oh, New York, the uh, congressman who was uh, sending naked pictures oh, of himself. Um, oh, his, his name is a reference to his worst activities. <laughs> yeah, what right, is his name? Two old men trying right, to remember. Yeah, honest, this is not pretty. But anyway, okay. But so in he, any event, he got a second chance and he blew it. You <laughs> know, and if Marjorie Taylor Greene blows this second chance, then shame on her and she should be thrown out of Congress. Well, and I, I saw the, uh, I guess she was interviewed maybe on Fox or one of the, one of the TV shows over the weekend or CBS. Uh, and uh, they asked her if she thought that President Biden was the duly elected president of the United States. And she said yes. But then when the comedians got a hold of that the other night, they put a... They, they ran her comment, but they showed her picture with her Trump one face mask that she would wear when masking was required on the floor of the Congress. So she would wear the mask. She'd comply with that much. But then the one that she wore was black with the white letters Trump one on it. So the number one or uh, no, W-O-N, uh, okay. meaning he won the election, actually. So, uh, she, you know, who knows? But she, well, she might change, too. Well, and the Santos got on a couple of two, three committees, too. So neither of which involved ethics were. or yeah, truth. Yeah, I, I don't think Santos is long for this Congress, to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I can't see any reason why they get rid of him. I mean, even if you are a pathological liar, in what way does that preclude you from office <laughs> in Washington? I mean, honest. Well, it just means when you stand up and start debating, I might not believe a word coming out of your mouth, which right. would be a little difficult to overcome, don't you think? Right, but if he informs himself on certain things, it'll just be, you know, 23 months of torture for uh, District 3 in New York, and that'll be that. Yeah, well, I, I think that the people who say that he didn't run, he ran under ob absolutely false pretenses. People voted for what he said he was, not for what he actually is. And I think that's, that's, that's deceptive. I mean, if that were advertising, that would be called bait and switch. Mm. You know, he, he told them all these wonderful things about himself. I saw a cartoon this morning, I think it was in the local paper, uh, with all these comments flying around him, and he's saying, I'm being persecuted because I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that I thought, struck me you know, as this is particularly ridiculous. funny. 
Well, uh, I mean, it's not funny. I mean, to absolutely lie like that. I mean, and and let's face it, Joe Biden does the same thing about his, uh, about, but he didn't do it all at once. I mean, Biden kind of le- just leeches it out from well, here and, and, here and, and like there. we said yesterday, Biden's like like Trump. Biden's sentences have some molecule of truth, truth to somewhere them, right. to them. They have like a hook. He did have a father. He did have an uncle. Exactly. The they, uncle did fight in World War II. They have a hook that ties them to reality, <laughs> but Santos just made stuff up out of thin air. So that's the difference. But in any event, uh, apparently there's election violations that are associated with this, plus they want to find out where he got all his money. Yeah, that. and so I thought that, I liked his response. I'll tell you where I didn't get it. I didn't get it from the Chinese communists. I didn't get it from the Ukraine, <laughs> and I didn't get it from Burisma. And we, well, guess right. what? We don't believe <laughs> we, you anyway. We don't believe you anyway, right? So, all right. But anyway, so he's there. So. And then our other Eric says, Mark and Joe, I love On the Mark. You guys are underappreciated, and I thoughtfully consider all of your discussions and arguments. I hope this isn't a harbinger of the years to come, but our region is completely omitted from Governor Shapiro's activities. But then again, we voted for Mastriano around here. The list comes out of all the foods, drinks being served at Shapiro's inauguration, nothing from here in our area. Most notably, Middlesworth chips are missing. We have pretty good breweries like Rusty Rail, not one business from here. So I checked back on the election results. Sure enough, all four counties here, Northumberland, Snyder, Union, and Montour, voted for Mastriano. Laughing out loud. Here's the complete list. They will eat and drink well. And I guess there's a list of all the places where Governor Shapiro has obtained food. Primanti Brothers, Hershey's, and Wawa and Sheets are the first floor. But yet, and there are a hundred different vendors who contributed a hundred different products of every kind. But it is interesting. You go down the list, you know, Juniata County uh, wineries are there, and uh, some folks from Upper Dauphin County, you know, up towards the Dalmatia region and Dornsife area. And then you get to Northumberland, Snyder, Union, Montour. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, literally nothing. We have good food around here. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, there's a lot from which to draw from under these circumstances for this kind of thing. Uh, you know, particularly, had, and they did have multiple people, multiple breweries, multiple wineries, multiple snack food. You know, Utz was there and Hershey's, you know, with the chocolate and so on. So um, could have easily included this area. I hope it was that we weren't specifically carved out because of our Mastriano votes. Other rural counties are excluded, too. I don't well, know maybe the other voted. places donated or, or and were willing to give it for free. Uh, that could be. Yeah, well, that's what Spotlight is saying. They don't really know if they're compensated or not because this is a private, it was a private function, and uh, the donations are private. The the uh, the company's represented is public, and Penlife was kind enough to run the whole list. I notice they don't have parades anymore. I can remember marching in the governor's parade when oh. I was in high school in Harrisburg uh, for inauguration. That. I don't think they do that anymore. Okay, so just read this part right, again. The, the best part of this list, Mark and Joe, I love On the Mark, and you guys are underappreciated. <laughs> there we go. And I thoughtfully consider all of your discussions and arguments. Mark and Joe, I love On the Mark. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> a couple times is good. We'll, we'll take a couple emails like that every day. Yep. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Last caller before a quickie break. Stan is on the line. Something about San Francisco oh, Democrats, my, I'm sure. the angry man is with us again. How about something cheerful today, Stanley? Did you know that butterflies are making a comeback? <laughs> what is What's making a comeback? Uh, monarch butterflies. Somebody just did a count oh. in Mexico and said they counted more than last year. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's right. It's all because of Democrats. It's because of Democratic policies, so I'm what sure. what outrage is on your mind today, Stan? Oh, Joe Biden lying. Oh, okay. Well, that's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, on Monday he was at the, what was it, the, the Action League, what the heck is it, National Action League, giving a speech. And he started rambling, as he usually does. And he rambled on about how he's going to ban assault weapons because he's done it once, no joke, and he's going to do it again. Well, I hate to tell everybody, the uninformed, that the assault weapon was never banned, as he quote, as he defines it. The semi-automatic rifle has never been banned. In, 20, in uh, 1994, what they did was they banned some cosmetic features of the common sporting rifle, the AR-15. It was not banned. Yeah, but politicians like to hold on to various lies, whether they're true or not. You know, the uh, assault weapons ban. I like that. Vari- variable lies, whether they're true or not. What lie is true, just out of curiosity? Uh, the assault weapons ban is a true okay. lie. Because okay. there's certain things that were banned, but not assault weapons themselves. That's like se. the old joke. True lie? Well, no, I told the truth. Well, <laughs> well let, let, let's get this straight here. The assault weapons is nothing that a, most people can buy or afford, Okay. An assault weapon is considered a class three weapon, a select fire weapon. An AR-15 is not a select fire weapon, which means it cannot go into full auto unless somebody illegally, because there's laws against it, modify it to fire full auto, okay? So the assault weapon that they define it is basically a semi-automatic rifle that anybody can go get that is legal to own a firearm, which means they are not a convicted felon or a mentally defective person. That's the rules. Now, I know we don't follow the rules in this country because the law, you know, the the felons are constantly left out of prison and they go by. Oh, wait a minute. They don't go to the dealers and buy guns because they can't because we have an instant background check system that is supposed to catch the, you know, the illegal people from buying firearms. Correct? Right. Isn't that the whole system supposed to work? Right. And they don't fool the instant background check system. I think you can get a fake Social Security card and maybe a fake driver's license and get a job here or there or so on. But you can't fake a background check system. That you don't hear about. Well, actually, Mark, oh, if you're using go. a fake <laughs> driver's license, yeah, you can. Really? Okay, because they go off a driver's license number to start with. So if you're, you know, you got a driver's license and you come up as not a felon on that number and your social security number checks out, when you know, the dealer doesn't know these things because how, how can he? Right. Or so, yeah, it can be done that way, but that's not how it's normally done. Normally, it's just a bunch of low-life scumbags go out and steal them. From people, but anyway, so all the way back around to the beginning, you're right. The President Biden lied that we started out talking about that. But embracing lies is our politic in this U.S. People who said, "Well, the election was stolen." Well, maybe there were some anomalies, but it wasn't stolen. Or uh, Democrats want to ban gas stoves. I heard that the other week. Well, that's not true. Or the Muslim well, ban. Democrats hey, hey, embrace hey, that one. Mark, there's a you know technically right now no. But they're talking about it in the administration. Well, they're also so, talking about well, doing what's nothing. What's going to happen with that? Well, they're also talking about doing nothing with gas stoves. Yeah, but the fact that you're talking about doing something that's absolutely insane doesn't give me any confidence that you won't eventually come down on that side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you so, can't you know, you've you got to listen to what they say because eventually it'll happen. 
if you let them get away with it. No, I don't Correct? think so. No, I, I think what happens is, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, as Joe's famous image that I still have in my head, they're going to slap a warning sticker on the stove that will stay in plain sight your whole life. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Yeah, do but not breathe around this A gas stove. stove ban would be yeah, but, but, pretty but immensely Mark, impractical. In, in New York State, in New York State, the fine governor up there, Miss Hochul, has determined that in the year 2027 or something like that, that no gas, new gas hookups will be allowed in new construction homes. And oh, then well, they're trying to consider what they will do in existing stuff. Well, that's so, a different topic, though. No, well, no, part it's, and parcel it's, it's of the basically same thing. the same thing. They're just they're just working around. So they'll start in California and New York because California has also said something to that effect. Right, so, but that's an energy you know, policy. It's, it's just one thing after another, and it just keeps piling on. Yeah, that's an energy policy, electricity topic, not specifically a natural gas uh, pollution situation problem. New homes are the ones that should have natural gas products on it. It's cheap, efficient, and uh, properly ventilated home. It's it's the way to go. It's it. They call it cooking with gas for a reason. That's but right. Well, they used to say now you're cooking with gas. Right. <laughs> used to be a sign of success. Now it's like oh, now you're killing your kids. <laughs> That's not good. All right, Stan. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks, Dan. All right. Yep. You much have a good one. Call yep. back when right. next you when you next have an outrage you want to discuss with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'll be that'll be tomorrow. Yeah. So you have say, a good day. Hey, thank you. Yes, I did overhear. Well, but the president had quite a few different remarks at different places on uh, Sunday and Monday. Some of which were full of half truths or political lies. You know, one that he he banned. Well, first he was just the vice president, so maybe if there was a tie in the Senate, he had a role in it. But he certainly didn't impose the ban himself. Well, I think he's very clever, too, having his Secret Service people dress up in Salvation Army uniforms. That was really a stroke of genius. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm corrected. <laughs> yes, one of my good friends says, actually, he was a senator at the time and voted for it, the, the so-called assault weapons ban. But it wasn't an assault weapons ban, as Dan accurately pointed out. Then but, why do they call it that? Uh, well, it was a significant change in laws related to the availability of certain parts and completed weapons that are semi-automatic and can be used for uh, collecting, protection, so whatever happened to hunting. Stocks. I mean, that was a big thing when somebody had a bump stock. And I believe the that court case is still pending. I mean, it, they were banned for a time, but I believe uh, successful efforts to fight that progress. So I'm, I might think that that's still pending, the idea. Well, you know, bump stocks, it's... It's, it's a toy for people who like guns, who want to collect them and shoot targets and stuff. And could it be used for, for harm? Yes, but so could a car or a knife or a baseball bat or ball-peen hammers. I saw a TV show yesterday with a guy that had a ball-peen hammer and did more damage in 10 seconds than anybody ever could with a oh, gun. Yeah? Well, it's a you know, violent, dramatic TV series. I'll tell you later about it. Okay. But, <laughs> but you know, this idea that... Um, Bump stocks in and of themselves, as Stan always said, they would if you lean them in the corner and just leave them there, they never do anything. They just stay there and collect dust. So, all right, well, we'll take callers on this topic. Uh, Stan accurately pointed out that President Biden more than stretched the truth a couple of times over the weekend. Of course, said he used to attend a church in Atlanta. He, which, no, not any church, Ebenezer Baptist Church. Well, that's church. true. So, yeah. 
<laughs> and nobody there remembers him ever showing up for well, a service. So, I well, mean, it's, you know, but he was there. Well, it would be just like him, though, to be, to have attended once or twice, you know, while you're in Georgia on business or whatever, and to slip in the back row, maybe nobody knows you. You know, that <laughs> is certainly technically possible. But to be a member and a, yes. a long-time attender, no. Also technically possible, the guy's lying. Right. He made it up. <laughs> there is that. Well, remember when uh, Republican or Democrats were saying that the Republicans banned Muslims? Well, that was a, a fat lie that That's people true. embraced. That's true. It was. All right, folks, call us now. We're talking about truth statements, false statements. Uh, Governor Shapiro, uh, Lieutenant Governor Austin Davis, uh, the uh, uh, lies that people do. But there are two, uh, two more recent things that are interesting. The Supreme Court uh, realized, uh, took up a case, agreed to take up a case uh, involving religious freedom. And I think it's interesting because you as a, a lay minister, I, I'd be very interested in your take. Apparently there was a mailman who had worked uh, Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday as always. But then when the post office started delivering UPS packages, they required... Amazon. Huh? Amazon. Amazon. I'm sorry. Amazon packages. Well, they are from UPS, aren't they? The UPS hands them over to the post office for Under certain delivery. circumstances. In any event, uh, sure. he was required to work Sunday and he asked for time off and they would refuse to accommodate him. And so he resigned and is now suing. And the Supreme Court's taking this up. Did they have an obligation to accommodate him? His religious his religious uh, freedom that he right. wants to keep the Sabbath holy and not work on Saturday or Sunday. So I mean, it's the same thing. You know, what bothers me: the Supreme Court decides these these cases very narrowly. But maybe it's time they do something rather broad and put this to rest once and for all. Instead of deciding a narrow piece of the issue over and over again, maybe they should take a broad brushstroke here. 1-800-795-9565. What's your view on this? Uh, should you have a religious accommodation at your work if you say you will not work on Sunday? One thing Matt Catrillo and I have mastered, it's the idea of working here from 5 to 7 a.m. on Sunday and then going to worship from there. So we can do that. You can. Maybe this guy can. Too. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. You'd have to be an ultra-speedy dialer to get through right now, but uh, probably still could. 1-800-795-9565. Read the first paragraph of your good clipping there. Well, the, this is on another issue, but it's tied into it, but it's also another claim of religious what do you call it, um, exercising your freedom of religion, right, your accommodation. Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Propanov, or uh, Pro Proorov, 
Ralph faced backlash for his decision to boycott the organization's Pride Night to support the LGBTQ plus community. He didn't participate in pregame warm-ups where the team wore Pride-themed jerseys and used sticks wrapped in rainbow Pride tape. He cited his Russian Orthodox religion as the reason why he didn't participate. He eventually played in the game against the Anaheim Ducks. He said, I respect everybody and I respect everybody's choices. He told reporters after the game, my choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. So, you know, is it required that you take part in this, uh, this kind of festivity if you don't believe in it? Yeah, that's why they call it a team. Because you're part of the team. The team does this. The team feels this way. The team. Well, why doesn't the team support him and his religious uh, religious exception? I think they may off mic and you know, and even publicly. But the fact is, the team is supporting the LGBTQ community, uh, which, uh, like many communities, how does wearing jerseys support them? And it seems to me that if you want to support them, you would be doing something like, if there's an outreach center for troubled youth or something like that, you might donate to that. But wrapping your hockey stick in pride tape. It doesn't seem like a question. great deal of support to me. That's a valid question. You know, how does wearing a jersey, how does wearing a jersey that says, you know, uh, Lawrence is worthless, you know, in the campaign against me, how does that <laughs> help anything? Well, it doesn't really do anything, but it, it expresses your views. So in this case, you'd be expressing the Flyers' views that they are embracing of and welcoming of and helping to fight for but, uh, people who have been marginalized in the past. Don't think of this as, you know, that you're encouraging people to participate in that community. Think of it as supporting equal rights. But in this case, if if the thing that's being supported goes against his personal beliefs, doesn't he have a right to withhold his support? I think as an individual, when he's on his own time, no. But Or yes, but it, 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 when he's a member of the team, when the team does something, when you're a flyer, you're a flyer, you're a flyer. Well, let's that's say the works. team decides to uh, go out and uh, put, burn a cross in front of a black family's home. You don't think somebody on the team should be morally outraged by that enough <laughs> not to participate? So they're supporting the case. KKK because they are now marginalized thanks right. to U.S. laws for the most part. But uh, are you doing that? Well, I, but I, do we I don't have think supporting freedom? a marginalized population is something illegal. But do we have individual rights and freedoms in this country? Can I say, listen, you may choose to do this, but I don't wish to participate. And why can't I be accepted for what I believe? Why must I be penalized for it? Uh, and this guy's getting a lot of flack on social media. People are saying, uh, if I can find some of the quotes, they're pretty bad. Uh, but, you know, he has a right to his his opinion. Uh, one of the guys says, uh, Provorov had the right to refuse to participate in the Pride Night activities in Philadelphia. The Flyers should have responded by not allowing him to play in the game. Freedom of expression doesn't give you freedom from the consequences of your words and actions. Mm, so There you go. I agree with that. Okay, but your words and actions, if you're an individual who has a differing opinion, aren't you allowed to express it? Why do I have to go along with the group? There's no... I in team. Oh, brother. Do you have any other bromides you'd like to share with us before the news? <laughs> You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time. It is soon going to be 9 a.m. We'll have CBS News and local news and open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We got an email giving Joe and I accolades for being fantastic in every way. Well, guess who else is fantastic in oh, every I bet way? I it's our producer. Look at her blushing oh. over there. She <laughs> does a fabulous job. That's Lynn Hall over there. Rarely cracks the mic, so we won't ask her to today, but she takes extra good care of us and keeps an eye on the phones to make sure that if anybody calls, uh, they get through. So we always appreciate her help. And she's a cat fancier and historian, too. Right. So she, she checks <laughs> off all the right boxes. All the right boxes. Okay, I got you. All right, yeah. I get to help carrying the cat each morning. Do you really? It's my honor. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of my honor, uh, your honor, the TV show is back on. So I thought you were addressing me in my capacity as mayor. As mayor, well, <laughs> sure. You know, you should start calling me your honor His when honor. you spark, your speak honor. to me, right? You would like that, huh? If you wear the robe, I'll I'll use the title. I have a robe, you know. I know you do. You've done weddings, and I've seen a picture of you right. doing a I wedding. Do weddings in a robe. All right. I'm available. And it's not a bathrobe. <laughs> no, it's not a bathrobe. It's a black mayor's robe. Do you preside over borough council meetings wearing that? No, I don't preside over borough council meetings. The council president does oh, that. I got you. What do you do? Break ties? Break ties. Okay. Give a report. Do you have to give a mayor's report? Well, right. I married Every, somebody last month. Well, no, the mayor does other things. The mayor is responsible for enforcing the ordinances of the community, supervising the police department. Mm-hmm. The mayor has uh, specific responsibilities. Members of council don't have responsibilities outside, uh, designated responsibilities outside of the meeting, but the mayor does have designated they responsibilities. They don't have council or committee members or anything? Yeah, but they do. But outside, then, in other words, they perform within the function of the council meeting, okay. of the council committee meetings. The mayor has obligations outside of those. But you got to do actual stuff. Well, they do actual stuff, too. <laughs> they do the heavy lifting. They're the ones that have to spend the money and raise the taxes or lower the taxes or mm-hmm. whatever needs to be done. Do you ever lower taxes in Shemokandam? No, we have, yes. Not recently, but we have. Can't you ever raise taxes? Yes. <laughs> Tragically. <laughs> now, you have a, a glunkzillion dollar project coming up to turn your police station into a Taj Mahal. It's not a glunkzillion project, and it's not going to turn the police station into a Taj Mahal. <laughs> oh, okay. I, maybe I misheard. What we're doing is we're coming into the 21st century. Oh, modernity. <laughs> Modernity. Strangely enough. The last time our building was built, when I was council president in 1984, I okay. think it was. And so what we're trying to do now is modernize things. Is your council chamber an old house? No, we built the building in oh, a residential neighborhood, and we built it in the character of a home mm. so that it would not be out of character in the neighborhood. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I've never seen the police station there. I've, I've been out 11th Avenue all the way out. It's on the top floor of the building. Okay. It's going to be moved to what uh, now is the garage, and it will be expanded, and there will be more room there for the police officers. Oh, my e- god! Evidence storage. They need evidence storage. They need Modernity. Uh, yes, it's bad. It's Time terrible. is marching on. All right. Well, super. Well, good. I'd like to see some pictures of that. On the market. Well, when we get some, I'll show them to you. On the market sponsorship of the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth. They sponsor a show. For that, we are quite grateful. SunburyMotors.com. They have one quickie unmet need they would like us to remind folks that they do um, presently enjoy participation in what is a worker shortage around here. So they have some openings, experienced technicians, entry-level technicians, career changers, uh, new.
new first job people, whatever it happens to be, they'd probably love to see your application. They've got all kinds of departments where they could, if you don't happen to know the difference between a wrench and a wicket, well, they could uh, tell you uh, what all this stuff is, or they could put you at a place where your good skills could be uh, helpful. So they are looking for some new uh, staffers there. In terms of vehicles, uh, one of the vehicles we've been talking about a tiny bit is the Hyundai Tucson. It's a redesigned Tucson this year, so it is an, it's a compact SUV to be sure. Nice, good ground clearance, 2.5 liter engine, probably gets about 35 miles to the gallon on the highway, something like that. But less than $40,000 for most of the models. Some of them are in the $20,000 range, so it's an affordable vehicle. Match it with the hybrid engine, and you're going to be enjoying uh, high gasoline mileage, well above 35 miles to the gallon. So the Hyundai Tucson, one of the many Hyundais that are perfect. My favorite is the Veloster. I just think that's a sporty-looking car and looks like a lot of fun to drive. And it has a 1.6-liter turbo engine. So both the Veloster and the Tucson, you can order one up at the Kia dealership for Sunbury Motor Company on Routes 11 and 15. Call us now if you'd like to talk to us. All four lines are open right at the moment, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Had some emails, one calling attention to the fact that some pretty crazy Congress people got their committee appointments yesterday. That's one thing I guess Republicans don't do in the House is they don't uh, keep you from a committee appointment just because you're cray-cray. So that's you're allowed to serve. Well, you know, that's the Democrats pull you off committees if you misbehave. So uh, that's not the case for the uh, GOP. Uh, we talked about the President Democrats pull you off committees if they don't like your ideas. Right. Uh, President Biden told another whopper on, I think it was Sunday or Monday. Uh, and we started to talk about a religious exemption case where a uh, Pittsburgh area postal workers was doing pretty well. They, of course, operations at the post office now continue through the weekend up to and including Sunday, and they were able to accommodate his religious exemption. He didn't want to work on the Sabbath, but they finally said, uh, well, we have to deliver Amazon packages on Sunday, and subsequently uh, the uh, company, uh, the post office, uh, said you have to work on Sunday, so he resigned and sued. I say that you should be forced to work on Sunday. Joe you says, do. no, you should have a religious exemption. So uh, what's your view on that particular topic? one 800 And then we have the uh, the hockey player who didn't participate in the LGBTQ Right, I say, hey, if you right. join the team, if you agree to accept the team's money, you have to participate in team activities. No, the team, he was hired to play hockey, not to be a representative for other people's ideas and goals. That's a false statement. He was hired no, to it's be, not. He was hired no, to play hockey. He was hired to be a flyer. When you are a flyer, you do flyer things, including flyer days, flyer nights, flyer games, fly around with the flyers. You have to you do all kinds of things. So if the Flyers all wanted to jump off a bridge, he'd have to be go with them. That right? would be illegal and wrong, so you shouldn't jump off bridges. But if you're asked to... So in other words, if it's illegal, that's one thing. But if it's against your personal moral values, that's another? one 800 Well, therein lies the heart of the matter. That's, yes, that's why does they're lie at, the heart of the matter. That's why we're at the U.S. Supreme Court. If this were an easy pickle, anybody could enjoy it. All right, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 7023. 
336 include the keyword OTM. Northumberland County Sheriff Robert Wolf seeking re-election. Sheriff Wolf said he's again seeking the Republican nomination in the spring primary. Tells us he's held the position since 2014 and is a 34-year veteran in law enforcement. Read lots more about his candidacy at WKOK.com. An experienced Cole Township Commissioner is now running for Northumberland County Commissioner. Craig Fetterman announced his candidacy Tuesday. He's been a Cole Township Commissioner for 17 years and Commissioner Chairman for 10. You can read lots more about his candidacy at WKOK.com. Your governor is Josh Shapiro. Shapiro, who is Pennsylvania's third Jewish governor, took the oath of office on a stack of three Hebrew Bibles, including one from the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, another which was carried by a Jewish soldier from Philadelphia during World War II, and a family Bible Shapiro has used each time he's been sworn into office since 2005. Shapiro says he's ready to get to work as governor. With my feet firmly rooted in we the people of Pennsylvania, with my heart open to others and my eyes fixed ahead, I am prepared now to do my part to move our commonwealth forward. Thank you for this honor. Shapiro added that he's humbled to be entrusted with such a great responsibility. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Austin Davis was sworn in in the chamber of the state senate where he will serve as presiding officer. He noted the history of the occasion, adding this moment should serve as a point of pride for all Pennsylvanians, especially people of color. This moment is a symbol of our progress here in the Commonwealth we love. And it's one that I hope serves as a point of pride for millions of Pennsylvanians who have never before seen themselves represented in the halls of power. Davis also paid tribute to those who came before him, his parents and grandparents, as well as other African-American leaders in Pennsylvania like former House Speaker K. Leroy Irvis and former Chief Justice Robert N. C. Nix. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro plans to nominate career prosecutor Michelle Henry to serve as Attorney General. WHTM reported overnight Shapiro, who was elected two terms as Attorney General, vacated the post yesterday when he became governor. Henry's an acting Attorney General now, and uh, you'll remember her from the Kathleen Kane prosecution. CNET admits using artificial intelligence to write their stories recently. Uh, the tech news website recently started using the AI app Chat Gypt, GPT. Is it Gypt? <laughs> is it? Did you say Chat GPT or Chat Gypt? Uh, anyway, to write about 75 articles last month, they say it was part of an experiment to see if they could pull off writing basic explainers like what is compound interest, and no one noticed. They did have a human writer proofread and fact check the articles. And uh, finally, talk about human character. Uh, Marie Osmond says her kids aren't getting any of her money. She said inheritances breed laziness and entitlement. So what's she going to do with her riches years ago? She already said she was going to donate her fortune to charity. The tune has changed. Now she says she plans to spend it all with her husband, Stephen Craig, whom she has married two times. Okay. All right. 1-800. So she's a two-timer. <laughs> well, yeah, same guy. I don't it's <laughs> doesn't fit the traditional definition no, of two-timer. No, it doesn't, doesn't really, All does right. it? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll go right to the phones. David, you're on the mark. We're arguing whether religious exemptions should be allowed and talking about our governor and some other topic. It's an open day. What's your opinion? <laughs> yes, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, 
when uh, Joe mentioned that they're renewing the police station there in uh, Moke and Dam brought up uh, an idea that I've had is how well educated are the local policemen and sheriffs in our civilians' constitutional rights? Because you, you see on uh, YouTube, there's a lot of police postings where they're the policemen are just violating civilians' constitutional rights, particularly uh, these days about photography in, in public. And uh, a lot, mostly it goes to court and they get, uh, the cases get overturned because they're, they're violating the, the Constitution. All right, what kind of training do the officers get in that regard, Joe? They get a lot of training. They okay. get the same training the state police get at the state police academy. That's where the municipal police go. They're, they're trained under the same guidelines as the state police. The state police do certain things that our municipal police can't do, like radar, so they don't get that training, but they get the rest of the training. You know, and certainly the, yeah. they have to be aware of what rights people have under the Constitution. That's part of the job. Well, there's a lot of policemen across the country that have no idea. <laughs> well, I will, you know, there's bad apples. The in, on, there's bad apples on, in every uh, barrel. Yeah, they're, they're showing up all the time on YouTube, arresting people for photography in, in public, and that winds up going to court and uh, gets thrown out because it's. The Constitution, the First Amendment, allows you to photograph anything you can see from a public uh, uh, location right, on the street or a city hall or wherever you are. Yep, right. that's correct. Yeah, well, and, and uh, uh, the trouble that that they do that, I mean, they're obviously wrong, but you yeah. know, and the fact that it gets thrown out in court is proof that they're wrong. Right, and I think officers uh, do their best under tight, difficult situations un yeah. under these circumstances, uh, and uh, I think, uh, you know, sometimes they are, cases do get overturned sometimes, but uh, I think our officers are pretty well trained, and they're going to get more training, if only because of this call, but because these kind of things happen where yeah. officers overstep, and, and yeah. but most, 99% yeah. of the things the police do around here is 100% legal, and they do so yeah. under oath to try to take good care of us. Yeah. A lot of times in these cases that uh, I've seen posted on YouTube, there is also a monetary uh, a penalty against the police, and those are upheld. And they, the municipality or whoever they work for, has to pay the uh, per, pay the fine off to the person that was wrong. So that can. Most of them aren't too big, but there's still you know, a couple thousand dollars here and there. Uh, and municipal budget doesn't go far, so. True that. Okay. All right, we got you. Good Thank point. you, sir. Thank Thanks you, sir. for calling Appreciate in. Your call. Okay. Appreciate the call. Take care. Yeah. Uh, bye, bye. Uh, bye. Goodbye. Joe, uh, stand by. You are next. we got to take a quickie break. We will be right back. Mm -hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. All right, we got some texts. Uh, yes, one of our good listeners very accurately caught me in a big fat lie. I said that Dorn, Seif, and Dalmatia were in Upper Dauphin County, and read that text. It says Dorn, Seif, and Dalmatia are in Northumberland County, you ninny. Oh, I'm sorry, it doesn't say that. <laughs> no, you added the ninny part. Although I think it pretty much applies. Yeah, it was just down in Leck Hill, so I have Dorn, Seif, and Dalmatia on the brain, but um, uh, let's see. Uh, there was a song called Georgia on My Mind. You're going to come up with one called Dorn, Seif, on My Brain? <laughs> Hello. Halifax and Junietta County Winery, I think it is, were mentioned. So, yeah, you, you get close to our counties with some of these good businesses that were involved in the governor's inauguration, but he wouldn't cross the line into Northumberland County. Right. All right. Joe from Sunbury, PA, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. All right. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I think the name you were searching for before was Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner, that's, uh, Wiener, that's right. That's right. All right. So on to... Uh, <laughs> This uh, you had a discussion about um, the hockey player from uh, the Flyers about that. Mark said there's no I in team and that he should comply. I guess is that if that's way Mark would be okay with me putting it. Well, participate is what the word would be. Right. All right. Well, however you want. That, that's good. So, uh, did you support Colin Kaepernick's uh, protest? Yes, and I, th- and I thought that during the games, this would be an appropriate opportunity for you to do some incidental gesture, you know, like a hand signal. Right, or right, you during know, the game. Right, that you would you could do oh, that. Well, they didn't do it, but are, are you, Kaepernick didn't do anything during the game. He did it before the game, right, the kneeling. Right. So I, I'm a little, but the guy would have to skate with the uniform on. Right, with the LGBTQ colored okay. jersey. Okay, see the uniform, and I wouldn't want to skate with that on myself. But go ahead. Well, that you know, it's this is an issue. You want to be on the team or not? So that's the question. So, um, but again, right, why but are they supported on? Colin Kaepernick's? Uh, there's no I in team. So how can you support Kaepernick and not this guy to? sit out with a regular uniform on. Good point. Explain that. Well, same reason I, I just I don't, explained. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's up to you now. Go, Mark. Yeah, I just did. I, I Well, I'll say it slower. Okay. I just said it a minute ago, but I'll say it slowly for you. I think Colin Kaepernick and anybody who was kneeling during the games was making a very simple gesture that in no way impacted the overall messaging of the fly or the football team itself, and well, that it was a message associated with the... Uh, not true. With the fighting police brutality and so on. That was so the whole on. controversy. You're not and even. And the other aspect is, if you were to talk about the NHL yeah. player, if you join the Flyers, they have certain expectations that you right. support the team you. and their causes and things like that. So, uh, playing with a certain stick or playing with a certain jersey is an incidental aspect of being a good Flyer. But you notice the Flyers have not taken any Doesn't action make any against sense. him. 
So you just can other people. one, not the other. This man has probably some legal grounds on uh, suppressing his religious uh, choices. Okay, well, Kaepernick then he was going uh, on right. like his uh, freedom for expression, his freedom of speech, right? Right, but and you, you've got a good. Your employer can repress your freedom of speech, but you can't, and that's the the uh, postal service issue. Can they repress this man's freedom of religion? And the same with the flyers. Well, can your employer go that far? Speech is important in America, right? Freedom of speech, but freedom uh, from this religious. Uh, whatever you want to call it, not persecution, but his choice. Now he's being punished for his choice. So there's a bit of difference between Kaepernick and uh, the Flyers uh, skater. But to me, the point that you made at the beginning is one I agree with, that it's the same argument, it's just a different set right. of circumstances. I'll see it that way, because he has to weasel out of the making a, a comment about how it's different. He has to say how it's the same. I don't get it, but go ahead, Joe. No, Justin, I'm, I'm just looking at the weasel now. <laughs> thank you. I can't, no, but, but seriously, thank God I don't have to look at him like you do. Ser- seriously, oh, he's a good-looking guy. I'm required to say that every month. Um, Strikingly handsome. That's, Listen, that's an opinion not shared by everybody. The, the, issue, the issue to me is whether or not there is personal freedom in this country. If you choose to, to do something and re- recognize a group, and I have a religious or I have a moral or I have an ethical aversion to that, why should I be compelled to participate in what you want to do? Why isn't, doesn't it go the other way? That you should say, oh, we can't have a gay pride night because over here we have religious objections. Never works that way. It's always like the religious objector has to subject himself to what he doesn't right. believe in. I think it's a two-way street, and, and both sides should respect one another. And if the Flyers want to have a, a gay pride night, that is certainly their right. But if certain yes. members have a religious objection to it, I think their personal freedom should be respected, too. And I say the simple gesture versus actual participation is the difference. All right, Little Joe, we'll give you the answer. Uh, the last word, please go right ahead. Little Joe. You're <laughs> Big Joe. He's Little Joe. All right, that's Bonanza reference. I'll take that. I like Michael Landon. He was a pretty good guy. He was. Uh, he anyhow, uh, I, I'm not sure. I still don't think I don't understand your participation and whatever, this simple thing. It wasn't a simple thing. Well, it makes gonna... the national news. If it was... Uh, not an insignificant thing. It wouldn't be in the national news with everybody. I've I seen it on TV once or twice, uh, not really interested. But your your contradiction uh, just still uh, doesn't really come across to me as valid. So right. I'm an ugly I'll leave weasel. it at that. Anybody else want to comment? <laughs> I, I think this would go by very quickly. But uh, right. we got you. Just, uh, just an issue with Mark's... Uh, uh, double-mindedness of the... Uh, double-minded, ugly weasel. Well, thank you, Joe. You got all the insults <laughs> the down. Ugly weasel. I'll try to be, be the bigger person. Absolutely. Jeez. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Hopefully, uh, Bill will have a little bit uh, more. Bill will be the bigger person on the line. Go ahead, sir. Hey, good morning, Mark Lawrence. Hello, sir. And also, uh, good morning, Your Honor, the great one, Joe. His Thanks. Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you have to, you have to you have to go back in time, right? And, and the Democratic Party is the one about divide, divide, right? The Republicans are one God, one nation, right? Now they have came out and said Hillary, Obama, Biden, uh, Pelosi, the Constitution 
is wrong. We don't believe it. It's wrong. Right. The now, election was the stolen. Being is, Trump right, was elected. The Second Amendment, the Constitution in this great nation, is built under the faith in God. And they're trying to come after the guns. And the only way they could come after the guns is to go after the church. They have to take the God out of the Constitution. And and this all this stuff is is uh, pinballing and, and coming off of what they're trying to do. They're trying to eliminate God out of the Constitution. They want to rewrite the Constitution. They want one government, taxes, all the above. And if they could take God and, and, and your freedom of speech and your guns away, once they do that, it's game on. And this is the end result, what is, is uh, multiplying into, and what their target is, is to get God out of the Constitution. It all started when they took the commandments out of the, the, the buildings and statues down, and it's all trickling down, and this is what we have till, uh, uh, today. And so they and, and they're going to keep going and going and going until they get God out of the, out of one nation under God, and that's what they Wrong that's what they're after. But that's the Pledge of Allegiance. That's not the Constitution. I don't think God is specifically referenced in the Constitution. It's a God-given right. It's a God-given right to have guns. Actually, it's not in there. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's a God-given right. It's a constitutionally given. I don't know much about the Constitution exact <laughs> wording, but I know that's not in there. But there, you have to understand how the Democrats are about to divide, uh, right. about corruption. Yeah, like, why said. Why would Biden and Obama, Obama's in office two, three days before they leave in office, uh, been done Biden was over in Ukraine trying to make last-minute deals. Uh, you know, his last trip was like two days before he left office. He was in Ukraine. Okay. You know, it, it's, 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 it's totally corrupt. Have you ever heard the name Newt Kinrich? Yes. You'd say he is part of uh, the Republican Party who is promoting unity and drawing the nation back together and never saying anything false or uh, partisan about Democrats and strictly interested in America first? Or would you say Republicans are also part of the problem here? Which thought so. See, I, I understand what you're saying, that you see things in a perspective. You see things in a perspective that Republicans are all good and, and, and perfect, and they love God, and, and they don't promote division. But I think other people, more rational viewers, would easily recognize that Republicans and Democrats are destroying their country with this partisan bickering and name-calling. Somebody just called me a weasel and said I was ugly because I support Democratic topics on this show. This is These are Republicans that are promoting the divide. I don't think he actually called you a weasel. He said you were trying to weasel, weasel your out. answer. Oh, okay, that's fine. Either way, regardless. All right. I've seen Joe. a weasel, and you're not a weasel. All right, Bill, <laughs> what's your view on this? I mean, uh, the Democrats, it, it, it's, the, it's the, the better of two evils, and the Democratic, uh, one nation under God. Okay. And, oh, I'll take and, that. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, as long as you recognize that they're both 100% fully uh, satanically operated evil political well, parties, I'll stand by the that. Only, the only reference to the Almighty in the Constitution is under the ratification clause where it says this was done in the year of our Lord, 1787. Aha, which is a common way to reference the time at the time. Right, it was a common way. Okay, common so it's not really saying that God is in charge of the Constitution. All right, Bill, uh, please, you got a few more moments to speak up about your satanically evil Republican. Party, go right ahead. 
Hey, uh, they're going <laughs> to listen. They had the house is sh- uh, this. Is, the Democrats are shaking right now. They're shaking. Well, they're turning on each other. They're snakes. They're eating each other. They're throwing Biden under the bus. <laughs> Didn't you and, just see the stalemate last week? <laughs> Those weren't Democrats. Those are what's their the it, word? Actually, actually, uh, yes. it united uh, united the. Uh, Oh, well, that could be. Yeah, that could be the I think if it, I think if it would have went through on the first vote, you know, it would have been uh, same old, same old. But I, I think it brought them together. Right. Well, I don't. I think that's probably very true. Where they had to start working together to get these votes and whatnot. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of people say that this has weakened McCarthy's uh, ability to lead. I think just when the opposite. When you have a guy refusing to vote for McCarthy because he wants, uh, he wants term limits or. And he wants accountability and, and all this like fake that. Uh, making money and and stuff like that and and uh, trying to pass a house bill through a trillion dollars in debt on the eleventh hour, the eleventh minute. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yep. All right. Thank you, sir. Listen, great comment. Hey, comments. listen. Please. I got a great again. quote. Yeah. What is it? I like to grab women uh, by Dillon. the private. Matt Dillon. Oh. If you you know you know who he is, right? Of course, the sheriff. Right? He always says you got one hour to get on that stage <laughs> to get out of town. Oh, get out of town. Oh, go, get on stagecoach. <laughs> right, stagecoach, right. Thank All you. All right, great Bill. one. See you, Your Honor. Take Have a care. Good day. You too. Right, Take care. Thank you. I've got to get out of town. All right, hold on, Lance. We'll be right back. Mm. Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, Me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. Okay, right. we have some emails and some texts. One of our texters says the hockey player didn't protest. No, stop. Bottom I'm sorry, one. the bottom one first. The NHL is virtue signaling with the LGBTQ event, and the players choose not to participate. Mark, you were okay with the NFL kneelers protesting. Same thing. Yeah, I think the NFL's just a gesture. The other one, gesture. A gesture. <laughs> right. a gesture. Hey, well, either little, way. Little hat on with balls and bells Freudian on Freudian slip there. But anyway, it's just a gesture that you do while you were participating in, in game things. The other one is actual participation as, a t- as part of the team. Right? So All that's right. the difference. And the hockey player didn't protest during the game. He played. He didn't participate in the pregame virtue signaling. If it's okay for Kaepernick, it's okay for him. All right. Super duper. And another one says, the members of the professional teams are paid to do a job like most of the rest of us. Their job is to play games and entertain those who watch. Management of said team should make it clear that while at work, political protest, speech, or activism is not allowed. The place for that behavior is on a personal time, not at work. This is the policy of many companies and help 
helps to avoid the creation of a hostile work environment. Unfortunately, most professional leagues have chosen not to make this distinction. That is an excellent point. Well, and I think the uh, but the LGBTQ community is not uh, they're not making a political statement. They're reaching out to people who are in that community. It's a person statement, you know, supporting individuals who in the past have been marginalized and are clawing back. If they want to have LGBTQ plus night where they let people in for half price or if 50, 50 cents off their beer or whatever, that's one thing. But to hold an event where you're saying we're recognizing uh, these people and we're going to we're going to dress in their costumes and we're going to wrap our tape in rainbow, our sticks in rainbow stuff, there it's, it's making someone actually participate in it. I mean, I don't have to I don't have to be upset if somebody gets in at half price because they they're uh, you know, we have an Irish night, we have Polish night, we have LGBTQ night. That's fine. That doesn't require them to I do anything more than play the game. That's discrimination. You can't no, discriminate not. against people who aren't gay and make them charge pay double. That, that's but they silly. do that all the time. They have bat night at Philadelphia Phillies. First, let, thousand, first thousand people who come through and gets a bat. Well, what about a thousand and one? He doesn't get a bat. <laughs> Hans, you're on the mark. We are not men. Yeah, yeah, what you're saying there really, though, is protest seldom works both ways. You're right. right? That's, uh, it's a one-way street. Yep, yep, that's it. Well, uh, in the uh, God and the Constitution Department, but I'm thinking maybe I might have this wrong, but um, what about the part about uh, we mutually, with firm reliance, on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives our and our lives, sacred our honor. Fortunes and our sacred honor. Okay. Providence is not necessarily considered the same thing as God. George Washington used to refer to providence. I'm not certain. I mean, I mean it, re- it recognizes an almighty, I guess, mm-hmm. not necessarily a deity. Right. It's like my daughter makes reference to the universe right. taking good care of. No, not when you say divine providence. What's his divine? Mm, that's what, true. That taints the providence, makes it religious. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, folks up here at Williamsport at the hospital, hey, that's where that came from, that's for sure. Okay. Divine providence is God. Okay. Why would you name a hospital that, then? Uh, it was 100% <laughs> religiously oriented. Right, but, I mean, yeah. they have doctors there with medicine. They don't just pray over the sick, do they? No, but it's sort of sort of like, you know, trusting in God and keeping your powder dry. Yep, there you go. <laughs> go to church on Sunday and carry a big stick. Who said that? Well, you've got a point. Divine no providence is, divined, is defined as the governance of God by which he, with wisdom and love, cares for and directs all things in the universe. So if you believe that, that is divine providence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like, uh, was it Prince Bismarck when he was touting all the great of socialism, and somebody said, well, what about them Yanks across the pond? And he said, well, God has granted his divine providence on fools, drunkards, and the United States of America. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that, that, works out. that works out in our favor. Well, yes. 
Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Lance. Thanks, Lance. Appreciate Uh, your call. Yeah, thanks for calling in, sir. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Speaking of Lower Northumberland County, Herndon, PA, where uh, Lance comes from, 1-800-795-9565. At least you got the county right this time. Yeah, we're right in the middle of a great conversation about a religious exemption. Uh, We have two topics that came up. One, a postal worker that doesn't want to work on Sundays because the post office, uh, uh, well, because they used to be able to accommodate him, but now they can't. And uh, I say he should have to go to work on that day. And well, uh, So you're on the render unto Caesar that which is Caesar. Caesar employs you, so Caesar says you go to work on Sunday. But it also says in under God those things that are God. So if you believe that you should take that day off for religion and for care and reflection and rest, are you not within your rights to do that? I would think that, well, that would be okay, except for the fact that when you go in the front door of the post office and say, hi, I would like to work for you, one of the rules is that you work on Sunday. Okay, and if you can't comply on that, you need to go to the next door Here's business. my argument. This guy was hired before they started doing that, and he didn't have to work Sundays. Mm-hmm. So suddenly the Postal Service takes on a new client or make, takes on a new arrangement, and now they say to him, well, you didn't have to do it before, but you got to do it now. Right. Have you and ever that's heard? where I have a problem with okay. it. He was hired. When he was hired, he didn't have to do it. Now they're telling him that because of a change they've made, he does have to I do it. I got that. Have you ever heard the phrase, and I saw this in my first news director uh, job here at WKOK, other duties as assigned. Have you ever heard that phrase? Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, I wrote a lot of position descriptions with that on the Right, which (laughs) means we're going to want you to do absolutely everything in here when the time comes. But the fact is, this is another duty as assigned, and the post office does the same thing. When you go in the front door, you agree to work the way they need to work, to ask you to work in the right way. They give you great wages and wonderful benefits. Well, what if he had gone through the door and said, listen, I'm very happy to be here at the Postal Service, and I notice I don't have to work Sundays, and I want you to know that I'm never going to do that because I want to go to church and I want to have the day off, as it says. Mm -hmm. So now, if he had made that clear at the beginning that he wouldn't work on Sundays and they hired him, wouldn't that be prima facie evidence that he has no obligation to work on Sunday. Well, I would say that's an argument, but uh, the fact of the matter is uh, when you volunteer, you go in the front door of the place and say, volunteer, you're hired. Well, that's true, but you volunteered to to put yourself in a position to be hired. He didn't have to go there. He wasn't conscripted. There's no draft that says everybody has to work for the post office. No, but it was a a mutually agreeable decision. They needed an employee. He needed a job. I just think if you go to an employer, you should work them, whether you're a Philadelphia flyer or a U.S. postal worker. So that's what we're talking about, folks. Should a man who doesn't wish to work on Sunday because it's the Sabbath be given a religious exemption and not be assigned to deliver packages at the post office on Sunday? Up to now, he didn't have to, but as everybody may know, seven days a week is how things are delivered today, including from the post office. There's a hockey player who declined to wear an LGBTQ-oriented jersey and use a rainbow hockey stick during a demonstration prior to the game. He just didn't take part. Well, okay, that's fine. Well, what's the difference? Well, if that would be like saying, I refuse. Okay. He didn't say, I refuse. He just didn't take part. He okay. didn't go out. He didn't go out in the pregame warm-up. He didn't go out with a big sign saying, this stinks. Joe. He, he just stayed in. Why didn't he take part? Because he didn't believe in he it. Ref- Why did he take? He didn't take part because he... Ref- 
Come on, say it. Uh, his religious he convictions. No, he refused. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. We can get that's too subtle for us to get hung up on. But should people have religious accommodation? Upper right hand corner. Or should please. they have the right to be a free person? Uh, show once again is a real hoot. All this freedom stuff from the group that wants to ban books at leisure, restrict voting, and women's rights. Signed, Tom. Tom. I don't think you're listening to this program. We have to get rid of women. (laughs) That's what's causing all these women's rights issues. Okay. And then Mike from Bloomsburg thinks the Don't Run Joe political ad was the opening salvo in the deep state's attack on Joe Biden to prevent his 2024 candidacy. Yeah, somebody sent us a link to the Don't Run Joe. We can't run videos in here, but we know the purpose of the ads. We've heard about them. Bob, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. Boy, these Republicans are crazy. The conspiracy <laughs> theories, where are they coming with, out of, with this stuff? Which one do you mean? I what mean, conspiracy theory? All of them. Which Everybody. one? Everybody. Which one? Yeah, which one? Well, I mean, you're that saying Democrats they're Democrats cons- are doing everything to hurt the country. That's ridiculous. Oh, Democrats are. That's not a conspiracy to, theory. That's the truth. <laughs> in your opinion, maybe it is, but. Uh, I see it the opposite. I see it as they're trying to help people. Well, and uh, as far as Biden having this uh, top secret documents, yeah, that's wrong. You know, just like Trump was. But they're going to say, well, it was okay for Trump to do that. But now it's uh, Republicans in uh, the House, and now that's so bad because it was a Democrat, you know? No, but, Bob, nobody's saying it's okay. What they're saying is that there should have been equal treatment, that if you're going to send the FBI into Donald Trump's house, send them into Joe Biden's house. When it didn't help Joe Biden's case that he said it was despicable and irresponsible. But Donald Trump was the president. Joe Biden had these documents, and he was never the president at that time. He was the vice president. He shouldn't have even had them. If you were in your house and you were holding your wife hostage with a gun to her head... Would the police break down the door to get it if you didn't let them in? Well, I know, I'm not certain where this is going I'm, I'm or how this ties together. Yeah, can we have a less violent <laughs> illustration, please? Well, I'm saying Joe Biden said, here's the door, go get them. And uh, Donald Trump's like, no, you're not getting them. No, Donald Trump was in negotiations. I mean, he start, tried to keep from giving them back for some reason, and I think he was wrong in that. I'm not going to argue that point with you. But Joe Biden didn't even acknowledge that he had them because there was an election. I mean, he was obviously aware of the fact that this was bad for him. And he even said before that, when he was talking about Donald Trump, how could anybody be so irresponsible? Well, how could he be so well, he irresponsible? Wasn't being, he wasn't being elected. Well, if it's irresponsible for a president to have these, isn't it even more irresponsible for a vice president to have them? Well, did Donald Trump ever say he had that stuff? No, I'm asking you the question. You're trying to deflect. I'm asking you whether or not Joe Biden had the right to this material. And the answer is no, he didn't. And he mishandled it. Illegally. Illegally. Well, who knows what it even was? It doesn't it matter. It was marked top Everyone secret. What it, even was. it was marked top secret. So oh, let's just some assume some of them were marked top secret. So yeah. let's just assume everything's top secret if you're the president. No, all your no. conversations. Your lunch receipt no. is not top secret. <laughs> they may classify too many things, but uh, uh, it's not top secret. What a lot of things aren't. All right. Anything else? And as, as far as um, the other guy, the guy the other day called in about. Hunter Biden paying his father rent. You don't have to claim rent as income. It's not. Uh, mm, 
a law. I think you're wrong. Mm, on I that. wouldn't think so. I think any. No, I am not wrong because I've been through it and done it. I know. Okay. I'll give you my lawyer's number if you want it. <laughs> Uh, I think we should check with the tax attorney. $50,000 in rental income is different than whatever you were doing, Bob, right, I guarantee here's the, you. Here's the answer. In general, those who rent out a property for 15 days or more out of the year must pay taxes on rental income. But if you rent out a property for only 14 days or fewer out of the year, you don't need to pay or report taxes or rental income. Except from the IRS. Yes, that's from the in IRS. Pennsylvania. No, in it's Pennsylvania. Internal Revenue you Service. You can be fired from your job for nothing. They can just fire you. You don't have. They don't have to give you. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? What's that got to do with rental income, Bob? What's that got to do with rental income? We got you, Bob. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling. In. Thanks for being a great participant. Always yeah, I, glad to hear from you. Glad to hear All from right, you. Take care. Thank and you. remember, Kim Best is running for judge in Northumberland County. Hard to forget. So is Mr. Fetterman. So is Mr. Fetterman. Oh, no, he's not running for judge. <laughs> different different race. Uh, there we go. All right. Uh, hold on, Dan. You're going to help us wrap up the show. Any speedy dialers could uh, take a, a moment as well. 1-800-795-9565. Is it a subtle difference between kneeling at an NFL game or refusing to wear an LGBTQ-oriented jersey at a pre-hockey game demonstration or uh, refusing to work on Sunday? Are they're all appropriate religious exemptions. What's your view? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, we're going right to Dan. Dan, you only get a couple minutes. Sorry about that, but go ahead, please. Hey, thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> well... The Declaration of Independence mentions the Creator, where we get our inalienable rights. So it's mentioned in there exactly where the Constitution was taken from. But uh, Lance brought out the divine providence part. So you can't get away from the fact that our country was founded on biblical principles and today you mentioned about how you belong to a group they want you to go along with the group and I mentioned this several years ago yeah we're supposed to be in group think we're supposed to go along with things that we don't necessarily agree with in other words, we're losing our individuality, if I didn't say that quite right. Nope, you did but good. We're losing our individual rights. 
because we're supposed to fit in and whatever wokeness comes across we're supposed to get with the program don't think for yourself just get with it well, that, I think that, that's that's that may be happening, but we're talking specifically about employers and or teams, which is an employer, not specifically just going with the flow in a society. I think you have a good point there. But these are businesses, the flyers and, uh, versus a lot of. I don't watch any any professional football anymore at all, what? because of American the way they the way they did. Of course now. Remember, Mark, I wasn't a football fan before, <laughs> so I didn't give up anything. But I, but uh, they they became very political in the last years, where we didn't want politics in football. Well, we got it. <laughs> yep, too late. And now we have social social experimentation in there. Yeah, social engineering. All right. Thanks, yep. Dan. Appreciate your call, yep. buddy. Talk to you yep. later. Yep, good to see yep. you from you. Bye. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Write it down. You'll need it tomorrow morning at 8.30. We'll enjoy open phones. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, Sunbury. It is 10 o'clock. Time for the Dan Patrick Show.